Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan of the 101st Legislative District in Lebanon County. I'm Chuck Nichols, Representative Ryan. Welcome to another report to your constituents and the people of Pennsylvania. Last time we talked about the issue we're going to discuss today. Legislation was on its way, but uh, had not been moved in the process. And this is the fetal remains bill that you sponsored that absolutely became a political football in the media, in the press, and even almost on the House floor. Frank, can you tell us the background of this bill, why you came up with it, and how it was or was not related to the the abortion debate, which it became hooked up with? Chuck, it was a very painful experience in so many different respects. And the bill is called the Unborn Child Dignity Act. And what it's designed to do is recognize for families that have lost a child that it gives them, the families, particularly the moms, the opportunity to be able to mourn the loss of the child as you can do. You know, in our own family, we lost three children. And one of the, our first child, we were going to name him Eddie when he died. Uh, he died in utero, and we were probably about five, four and a half, five months pregnant. Uh, my wife delivered the entire um, placenta, and so was, and so she went through the process. We knew the baby had died, only to find out very quickly that the baby's remains were treated as hazardous medical waste and had been incinerated before we had an opportunity to be able to bury Eddie the way we wanted to in our family. And so that is what started. And I had not been able to discuss the issue. It was very painful. I saw what my wife went through. I did as well. And and that's if there's any one thing I want women to understand, uh, your husbands love you. We, we do. We, we cherish you. And when we see the comfort and the discomfort that happens with a successful versus an unsuccessful pregnancy, we, we really don't know how to comfort you in many cases. So it causes a lot of families the pain and the trauma of not being able to mourn appropriately. Sometimes a funeral for those families that so desire the ability to bury the remains is, is very helpful to be able to provide closure. But one of the things that it had for me when it happened to my wife and our family is it, it caused me, it altered my life in ways that you can't imagine. I went on a hospital board of directors because of it. I spent 28 years on a hospital board of directors. And then I went on an additional board to help children uh, who were suffering from disabilities. And one of the things that we found in the process is that our culture is horrible at helping moms mourn the loss that they have when they've lost a child. And I, I was... I was appalled by some of the things that happened. So as an example, in our healthcare facility, uh, they put my wife on the maternity ward. The hospital felt that that was the best place for her to be so she would get over her grief and understand she's not going to go home with a baby. Trust me, I didn't need to put her on a maternity ward. She knew that. We both knew that. And the pain that she saw every time, and it was not a pain of envy. It was a pain of loss. But the healthcare facility, the medical facility, didn't understand that. A healthcare facility would have understood that. Healthcare facility would have understood that mourning is a part of the healthcare recovery process. And then, when about two years, three years ago, I, I was on the House floor and I never talked about it. This was something you just buried, and I'd buried it since 1978. So this was like 2018 when I brought it up. I lost it. 
uh, it just lost it on House floor, and people didn't know why, and I explained what had happened. So it gave me the genesis of doing this particular bill. But I was stunned that when I had that revelation in 2018, the number of parents that came out and said to me, thank you for doing this, because for the first time ever, I feel like somebody understands what we went through with the loss of a child. We have not been good at helping young men help our spouses go through that grieving process. We don't know how to do it, because we haven't talked about it. And so I view this bill as two things. One is it allows families to be able to have that closure according to their faith traditions. And simultaneously, it allows the husbands to know that it's okay to tell your wives that you love them and they think they're beautiful when they're expecting and to help us know how to help you mourn through the loss of a child. And, and the slap in the face further beyond this was what happened in the media shortly after this bill came up to be announced that it was going to be voted. Some of the things that were said on the House floor, we're not going to name names, but some of the things that were said completely misconstrued what this piece of legislation was about. Tell us about that and, and, and really what you felt then, and then, and then tell us how this turned out. Well, I, I want to say this, is that my heart goes out to all the members who stood up on the House floor who said that they had lost children. And, and the loss and the pain, many of them started off on premise with this. I've not been able to talk about this in public. And, and it's sad because we, you have, you've done nothing wrong. Nature and, and life took a turn. And let us help grieve with you if you want that. If you don't want that, then we respect your privacy. So in many cases, they were making my point, the, the pain that they were experiencing. So I, the, the comments that were made in my faith tradition, and uh, you know, I've made my fair share of mistakes in life, and I thank God that I, my Savior forgives me of my sins. But so I, I've chosen in this case to just embrace them mentally, because I know many of them probably don't feel very kind thoughts towards me at this point. And, I, and I'm sorry that they feel that way. It certainly was not the intent. But for the medical personnel who responded, one was a an MD who happens to be a political leader running for higher office. Snoops even indicated that her commentary about the bill was mostly false. Uh, and other fact-checking organizations said it was, it was false. So let me just say this clearly. It's a voluntary bill for moms. The requirements in the bill are on a health care facility that they already have to follow anyway. So it's just reiterating what's currently in law. Any cost associated with any funeral services that a family wishes that is voluntary would be borne by the, the family. But I have to tell you, the, the Funeral Association reached out to me and said virtually every family that goes through this they, the funeral directors will make some accommodation for the family, and, and the billing is minimal, in many cases non-existent. We have two Republican legislators who are morticians who've made the same comment. And then the bill fortunately passed with bipartisan support, 118 votes to 83, and it's now over in the Health and Human Services Committee in the Senate, and we're hoping that the Senate will take it up to allow families and moms who have lost a child to be able to understand that society grieves with you, uh, we love you, and we're sorry that you've gone through this pain and anxiety. I think the hardest part for me to hear was when people attributed a malicious intent and felt that because I'm a man, I can't possibly feel grieving and loss. And f so for the women that are listening to this, I would tell you, your husbands and your spouses feel a loss 
more than you can possibly imagine because we don't know how to help you grieve. So if nothing else, I hope that this bill encourages you to talk to one another because we truly adore you like you can't possibly imagine. This has been Frankly Speaking with State Representative Frank Ryan.